a small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of A Village in Crisis. Season 2, I hear you ask, what is this madness? Well, this week I'm joined not by our friend in a constant state of existential crisis, friend of the stars, motorbike enthusiast and drone-loving nerd Eric Lampere, but instead by someone whose closest brush with fame came when he taught me into bunking off work and going to the auditions a blind date with him. He was selected for the show, but his girlfriend at the time said he couldn't go on it on account of it being a programme for single people. He's someone who followed his winkle to Sweden and subsequently fell in love with someone else miles out of his league. He somehow managed to carve out a niche as a successful restaurateur. He's learned the language and become a self-proclaimed D-list Stockholm celebrity on the basis that he fills the wine glasses of other Swedish celebrities. He was an angry young man when I met him. And now he's an angry middle-aged man. He specialises in feeling hard done by, and he thinks he looks like Matt Damon. Welcome to the show, Lee Phillips. Thank you very much, Neil. Um, what a fantastic intro. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if I got married again, you could definitely use that uh, as part of your speech. Thanks. Did uh, do I miss anything out? Uh, no, I think you covered all bases there, actually. <laughs> Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself, Lee? What was there to say? I moved to Sweden when I was 23, I think. Uh, Met a girl at university who um, isn't the girl I'm currently with now. Um, Three children, three daughters. um, Slightly uh, tired and worn out as a general Mm. rule. Um, Sell ice cream in the summer. (laughs) leading questions i think that's a t-shirt waiting to happen i sell ice cream in the summer i've got that t-shirt yeah you should do um are you excited to be on the podcast i am excited but i'm also what's the word i mean my pride is still dented from uh, mm-hmm. the, the previous the jilting that I received. Yeah. Um, I think the listeners, your current listeners should uh, know the truth. And the truth was that you came to me with an idea. Uh, and I know you've touched on this in, I think it was an episode. I don't know which episode, because I haven't listened to any of this crap up until now. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, I know that you sent me a link uh, which you referred to as an olive branch. Mm. And I sk- I did, as you said, and I skipped straight to like the 11th minute where you you basically told lies about how Eric came to be on the, the, the show with you, the podcast, and how that I was I was the jilted one. Um, um, what, you made me. I'm not finished. You, you made me out to be a very bitter, angry little man. And I and I was, but that's not the point. 
the lie was you come to me and said I've got an idea for a podcast I said fantastic I love it let's do it uh this is going to be amazing I could see us getting very famous very quickly from it and I then went and said I've ordered a microphone Mm -hmm. and as I have a tendency to do I got a bit carried away and then you come back and said whoa hold your horses wait a minute like let me get like me my ducks lined up Mm. and um then I said, you know, my wife is always telling me that you need to let other people work at their speed because sometimes you're too needy and you can drive people away. And <laughs> I said, OK, fair enough. So I wrote to you and I said, Neil, OK, fine, I'll wait to hear back from you. And the next thing I know, six months have passed and you've already recorded 16 hours with this Eric character. Um, well, it was longer than six months. Oh, I sent you that pilot, I think, back in July of last year. Uh, yeah, probably about eight or nine months. But by and large, that's right. I think what happened, the I lost my laptop, didn't I, in France, and that delayed us. Um, and then when I got it back, I moved on without you. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, here we are, season we are. two. Season two. But I'd like to ask... And I don't, I mean, I, this is not to be disparaging towards Eric, because he seems like a lovely guy. Yeah. But you told me you wanted Eric for traction because he was famous. And yes, yeah, yeah. So and, it certainly made sense to have someone with a profile of sort. Yeah. Um, but I must say, and I've just asked Eric for this. His promotion of the podcast was abysmal. I know, but you stabbed one of your oldest friends in the back, and I want to know what kind of traction you got up until now. Well, and was it worth it? it? Of course, it was worth it because the podcast now has evolved. We've got super fans. We've got people that wouldn't have listened to the podcast were it not for Eric. A super fan. Yeah, or fans, plural. Fans, super fans. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yep. And how many of these fans or super fans do we have? I, I don't like to show off or gloat, um, okay. but there's there's. Are you, you know, are you happy with the number? Upwards of ten. Very happy. Very happy. Um, do you want me to tell you a little bit about what's been going on in? Yeah. Didn't I, really I, want I, to say the name of the village again there. Um, we not. <laughs> yeah. You should probably fill me in on the rules. Um, well, the only rules really, well, I've I've been trying not to say the name of the village, but keep saying it. Um, and then otherwise, um, we anonymize everyone just because the aliases I come up with are funnier than their names. Okay, fair enough. But that's it. There's no rules. All right. There's no rules. You can share as much or as, as little as you want. Um, like Alcoholics Anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, can you turn your volume up a bit, do you think, or not? My volume is on it's at full volume. Uh, maybe uh, maybe it's just my headphone volume that isn't very high. That's all. OK. Anyway, there's been a few things going on in the village this week. Um, been a lot of stray cat activity. Um, people have been there's been a stray cat 
that has been causing havoc and people have managed to trap the cat take it to their vets and get it neutered and then re-release it into the wild so they've they've <laughs> they've operated on a cat mm-hmm. and they don't we don't know if the cat belongs to somebody i think they were fairly sure it was a like a stray you know kind of like farm cat but it was going around i think knocking up other cats because it hadn't been neutered so they've done i remember when i was a kid my mum used to shout at me anytime a stray cat would walk past and she would say get away from that cat it's a a farm cat get away from it it's a farm cat now that left a a lasting impression on me (laughs) but why why should we be scared of farm cats i don't know why why did my mum am i alone in this yeah. Did you ever ask your mum why she was scared of farm cats? I mean, these things come back to me on a regular basis, but the farm cat one, uh, you know, I, I should probably write them down and, and just sit her down and ask her why she did yeah. a lot of things. I think but, there's um, lots of things you need to, lots of questions for parents, isn't there? Yeah. Lots of things you need to know. Uh, um, but farm, farm cats, I don't consider to be, <laughs> to be, uh, worrisome no no but there's been lots of chat about the cat and to the extent that some people got a bit annoyed at there being so much chat about cats on the group and said you should set up your own cats facebook page what are your thoughts on that do you think if you're in the group you've just got to sit back and accept that there's lots of different chats in there or or do you think they were right to say maybe you should have a cat focused Facebook page. We ask all the big questions on this podcast, Lee. Yeah, no, I. Uh, it's important to to delve into these subjects, and I think that if you've got a Facebook page, I'm not on Facebook mm. uh, myself, uh, simply because I started to hate people, really like good friends. I just started to hate on them, um, yeah. just because they would write nonsense or post nonsense, and yeah. So, but. I think that if you have a Facebook uh, group about village and village life, then uh, cat chat, you should be allowed to talk about pussies if you want. And and that's what he brings. That's what he brings. (laughs) Um, They're they're building a new cycle path. For cats? No, not for cats. Um, Going out of the village. So as someone who never leaves the village, that won't... um, won't affect me greatly um here's a a kind of typical response to the news that they're building a new cycle path it wouldn't be so bad but not many people use the one that's there it costs millions to put in so why put in another one that's a valid point though if the if there's a cycle path there and it's not being used why spend more money on on putting a new one in i don't I know see that. that i see that cycle path used a lot enough to warrant a second cycle path well it's not actually a second cycle path it's just extending the cycle path further into the village i think that there's well now okay now we have more information there's more meat on the bone here Mm. and a cycle path that extends i don't see a problem with it especially into the village where there's probably more traffic right yeah undoubtedly and you know accidents do happen 
So exactly. a psychopath would probably help that to not happen. Um, other news this week, a calf escaped a field, but then broke back in before being rescued. That's not news, is it? It is in the village. And then um, previously with uh, with Eric, with my old flame, uh, when the podcast was, dare I say, better and more dynamic, um, I always did a couple of questions of the week, kind of questions people were, were asking on the Facebook page. Um, someone's asking when the new chip shop will be open. What you won't have known, as you're not a listener to this podcast, is that we've been without one for a few months um, and it's really beginning to get to people. There's been 27 comments on when will the new chip shop open. Is that what we're going to be talking about this week? No, that's just a little throwaway. It's just a little throwaway. Uh, yeah. Why did the old chip shop close? Um, it was... Uh, I don't think they were making much money. They ran it as a, a chip shop and a Chinese takeaway. And I presume they just weren't making uh, enough money from it. And now it's like a, a little chain of chip shops that's taken it over and people are excited about it opening. Do they, is are fish and chips a big thing in, in Sweden, in Stockholm? Fish and chip shops are not a big thing in, in Stockholm uh, or Sweden, but fish and chips, the dish is enjoyed by a lot of people. Um, okay. Yeah. The restaurant I'm currently working at, which is my last uh, week next week, mm. uh, before I go solo, um, we have fish and chips on the menu on a regular basis. It was one of the plat de jour, daily really? special. Yeah. So there's no fish and chip shops? No, there's no fish and chip shops. There wouldn't be a demand for it. Yeah, that's strange. A sweeter, healthy in that respect well you are having it as the dish of the day in your um in your shop yeah, in your restaurant uh, maybe like once a month okay so on a friday they're not queuing out of the door of a chip, fish and chip shop no. coming home with two pucker pies a battered sausage a large bit a large bit of hake and two large chips was that your go-to order no you I just, were... I just freestyled my I'm, I'm not a big fan of they're fish from fish and chip shops. I always I tend to go for either a battered sausage or a pie. I when I was a kid, I used to love spam fritters. Really? Yeah. What generation were you brought up? <laughs> we didn't have a lot of money when I was a kid. <laughs> and that really was like the Friday treat. <laughs> My mum couldn't afford the card, so we had a spam fritter. Lovely. So can, what, you imagine, can you imagine? Fritter? I wonder if spam fritter now, like the spam part of it, now mm. is more chemically enhanced and processed than it was back then in the 80s. What do you think? Or do you think spam is worse for you now than it would have been then? Yeah, that's what I'm asking. Maybe like they didn't have the processing technology that we have today back in the 80s so it was maybe 60 percent meat yeah whereas now it'd be what like it, they'd be proud 3%. to say 15 percent and the rest yeah, is all I'll... just like pig nose and stuff like that well that's still meat are you not okay well the gristle yeah i i, I think mm, i'm gonna say spam is less healthy now than it was when you were having it however you were having it battered so it was probably less healthy 
then? I, 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 it blows my mind that certain parts of Great Britain uh, enjoy like random stuff battered in the chip shop where they've diversified too much. Yeah. Like Mars bars and shit like that. Pizza. People have a battered pizza. What? I've never heard about that. Yeah. A battered pizza. (laughs) And that's a heart attack. That's grotesque. That's a heart attack waiting to happen. That is bad. Where do they do that? I don't know. I'm sure I've heard about it, though. I've had battered haggis. I've never had haggis. Haven't you? It's all right. I wouldn't be against trying it. I just never, never been offered to me. Yeah, well, I lived in um, Edinburgh for a little while, so you did drunkenly coming home from the pub. I used to get a bit of battered haggis. That's just sheep gut, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was all right. Anyway, should we move on to the uh, to the thread this mm. week, Lee? Your first yeah. thread and first thread. I'm interested to hear what your thoughts are. Interestingly, you asked me earlier about bands and stuff. So we have had a really good post emailed into us from further afield, from up in Liverpool. There's some craziness going on up there. But I thought I'd start this week with something local. Um, oh, so we've to... already got somebody from from Liverpool mailing in a thread about their yeah. village, yes. village life in Liverpool. Yeah, well, their borough of Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, so that's I quite stand, exciting, isn't it? It is, it is. Yeah. Who sent it in? Or do we well, name him the, when... Does he want to be named? That's the no, other thing it, we have to think rather, about. He'd rather remain anonymous, but he, he just sent the, emailed it in and said, is this any good? And it's, it is a good thread. I think we'll do it next week. But I, I wanted to start you off this week with something closer to home so you can get a sense for, yeah. for the village and, and who's in it. So it starts off... Um, this week it's Leonard Livid starts it off and there's a, a picture of some picnic benches with a bit of litter around them. And he says, Parish Council, why don't you hold your meetings this week in the SSSI protected moat area? You may need protective clothing. So the Parish Council had their no. No, Leonard Livid is suggesting Leonard... to the Parish Council they should hold their meetings in the protected moat area, you may need protective clothing. So he's, he's being passive aggressive. He is. That's exactly what he's doing. He's um, trying. He's he's trying to raise awareness through some form of irony, sarcasm. Yes. Um, of the littering in this yeah. protected area. That's right. The, okay. the first response back I quite liked. It's from Clive Council. Um, And he says, Leonard, please stop tagging my personal Facebook with parish related matters. I don't work 24 seven or for the police, as you seem to think. Any parish matters should be directed via the appropriate channels, otherwise won't be responded to. Um, I think it's brilliant that uh, (laughs) I think it's absolutely fucking brilliant that this guy is tagging the council member every time he's got a beef. I think he, I think he's well within his rights to do that. And I, I he went from being like a, a really annoying dick to like uh, somebody I quite admire now. You you think 
that he's within his rights to tag the individual council member. Yeah, 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 I do. Because he works for the council, doesn't he? Yes. Obviously. And yeah. he's, he wants this council bloke, he wants to be like somebody who's, he wants to be a decision maker, doesn't he? He wants the status. He wants the status, but yeah, he doesn't want any of the trouble. And mm. that's that's the that's politicians in a nutshell at the moment. Well, I mean, so that's I think a bigger... we should, yeah, well, it is. But if we just held them accountable early doors, like uh, get them at grassroots so they know how to behave. Yeah, Leonard Libbard's trying to do. Yeah. Um, then I think you know the world be a better place for it. Well, so... Belinda Benchater comes in, um, and she says. The noise, language and rubbish thrown about was disgusting yesterday. Dreading the summer. <laughs> Dreading the summer. <laughs> Overreaction? Dreading the summer. She's not thinking, oh, swimming and getting a tan and having a Pim's cocktail in the garden. Right. She's right. dreading the summer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Overreaction. Yeah. Tick that um, box. Alice agrees, comes in. Right. Um, she says, that is disgusting. Looks like another rubbish bin might help. I can't understand why they think it's OK to leave it like that. However, agree with the councillor. Matters should be posted to the parish council directly. No, she's wrong. How, how, uh, how um, it is disgusting. Littering is a real bear bug of mine. Yeah. I don't like it. Bear bug? Bug bear? <laughs> I started already. <laughs> or is that a Swedish thing? No, no, it's definitely an English thing. Not go wrong. <laughs> yeah, okay. Good. I just thought I'd, I'd pick you up on that. No, please do. Like keep me, uh, keep me grounded. Um, I don't like it. I don't like no. it. Erin. My dad, he used to. Um, if we ever kicked like a can in the street, mm. he'd make us pick it up. Uh, so me and my brother, uh, like desperately, like when we walked anywhere with him, we would desperately like walk along the street behind him, waiting for him to like stand on something so that we could pull him up on it and go, oi, 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 you just stepped on that bit of chewing gum. Did you ever get him? I, oh, yeah, yeah. We, he, he, he had to stand by his uh, convictions. I so, would have followed behind and then kicked loads of shit um, <laughs> and then said it was my brother that had done it. So that he had to pick it up. You would have thrown your brother under the bus so he had to pick shit up. Yeah. Kicked a dog shit and passed your dad So and then pointed at your brother and said he just kicked that. I've got a funny story about picking up dog shit if you want to hear it i do um so uh let's just call him my brother-in-law um yep. he had a dog a uh what's it called rhodesian ridgeback big big, big dog. thing big dog yeah. big dog lovely dog big dog i took it out we were looking after it when they went on holiday for a week and uh i took the dog for a walk and i took like just a couple of poo bags with me and uh, I thought, oh, that'll do the job. So walking down by the uh, by the lake and uh, Roffa, the, the dog, did his mm. first first shit. 
and uh, I duly picked it up with the first bag, plonked it into the in the bin. Now a bit further on, he does a second shit, and they're both massive as well. So you're thinking, right, he's done here. And this was down by the the lake. Anyway, as we got into sort of like the built up residential area of the walk, coming towards the end of it, it started to rain, and I put the umbrella up, and I'm pulling, I'm walking rough along. We go past this office building. And all of a sudden, the leash just goes tight. And I turn around, and there's Rafa curling one out on the street, right outside an office window, <laughs> with a whole conference room full of people, like looking at some Excel spreadsheet <laughs> on the wall. And I thought, you know what? I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm against it as well, but I'm going to leave it. And I tried to scuttle away, but two or three of these people, these no, these bloody do-gooders, started banging on the window and pointing pointing at the shit and um at the time i had a pair of old gloves on so i just uh just scooped it up i just scooped up the shit <laughs> with my hands <laughs> nodded at the and then they were all disgusted by me as well right Which i think it's the a fucking cheek when i'm doing what they wanted me to do which was remove the shit i didn't have an option i, I think <laughs> So I I then went to the dustbin after I nodded at them and walked off and they all like curling their lips off of me. I walked down to the bin and I just like peel away the first glove inside out and then just sort of like drop them into the bin. That's ruined a perfectly good but old pair of gloves. I think they were perfectly within their rights to be doubly disgusted. If I saw someone on anti non shit picker uppers so if i saw someone not picking up the shit i would have banged on the window like a angry gibbon in a zoo <laughs> um until i got your attention um but then i mean put yourself in their shoes if you saw someone bend down and just pick up a shit <laughs> i mean like i said as well it started to rain so it got a bit like the, the funny thing was the sort of I put the umbrella down in front of the the shit and me and the dog and in front of their their window um, and then picked it up and managed to sort of scoop up the umbrella. So it was almost like a magic trick. It was like <laughs> <laughs> I put the umbrella down and now it's gone. <laughs> he didn't have a plastic bag. How did he make that happen? <laughs> oh, he's got it in his hand. That's but disgusting. That's, that's disgusting. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, no, it's all right. I'd be, I'm, I'm glad to get it out, get out of the system. I felt oh. a lot of shame about that for, for a while. Oscar Oldtimer comes into the thread. Um, he says, well, some parents in the village must know that their children or young people were there over the warm weekend. So they're blaming kids straight away. Straight away. And Karen Carried Away comes in and she says, probably not. Most parents are naive, clueless about precisely where their kids are, who they're hanging out with and what they're actually doing. This lot probably said we had a nice walk around the moat and sat and chatted about school. Imagine if that was the truth. (laughs) (laughs) So they're presuming like a load of 15, 16 year olds are responsible. I'd love to see a load of 15, 16 year olds just go for a walk, sit down and go, I say, 
yeah, school starts again in two days. I can't rather miss it. Like, don't you think the trigonometry was amazing on Friday? Do you think she's right in saying that most parents are naive and clueless about precisely where their kids are? But she's an idiot because she's also presuming that um, the people who she's talking to in that group don't fall into that category. Yeah. That's what I'm reading from this. So she she's just an idiot. And she, oh, God, like to actually think that, like, you'd know where your kid is at all times anyway. Stupid, yeah. isn't it? Stupid. Well, no, you, you're quite particular about that, aren't you? You like to, you really micromanage, don't you? You like to know where they are and what they're doing. I did have to take the uh, uh, Find My Phone app away because um, I started to get freaked out when they had, like, There'd be a hiccup, a glitch, and it looked like one of my kids had not moved from a ditch area of the woods for about an hour. <laughs> so, so you yeah. thought they'd been disposed of? Yeah, well, I, I, you know, would then leave wherever I was and go and check out that area. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's micromanagement, isn't it? In the, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm a lot better. I'm a lot better now than I used to be. Yeah, you're letting you're letting go a bit, are you? I am. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Well, Oscar Old Timer responds to Karen, and he says, "Karen, sorry, you live in a different world than I. Some of these that frequent that area should really be at home. If not, their parents should be asking, where were you? Oh, that would of course infringe on the child's human rights. If you have grandchildren, sit and listen. You'll be surprised what they are taught at the college. When I went to school, we didn't know what human rights were." Those youngsters of today will give you a lecture on it if needed. Yeah, quite rightly so. Yeah. <laughs> quite rightly so. Like this, that, that bloke there, he's the generation that, you know, allowed people like Harvey Weinstein to get away with what they wanted to get away with for so long. Yeah. Like, oh, don't, don't complain. You know, keep quiet. Nonsense. Anyway, it's the same for every generation, isn't it? That we all, we always turn around. And, and I would like to go back to the fact that these people think that it's kids that have done this. Well, what, they might have witnessed it. They might have witnessed it. Do you think anybody, if there's any prime suspects in the village? Well, it's not for me to to speculate on that. I yeah, our job here. We just go through the threads and we give our opinions on. Um, am, well, I on what am I overstepping my? No, role no, there? but it, it's not. It's not my job to speculate which kids um, it was or or wasn't. Um, well, what, what do you think away. about? What do you think about this old old bastards? Well, I, I think I think there's so much wrong in that comment. Um, it, it's just, it's it's a classic old person's uh, I'm surprised he didn't mention woke in it you know this woke generation I'm surprised he didn't say that as well I bet but he's a, a massive Piers Morgan fan yeah yeah he could be I watched uh, a clip of Piers Morgan mm. uh, getting into an argument with some uh, lady only fans uh, right. lady yeah um and it was cringe yeah i don't watch anything to do with piers morgan because i can't stand him 
That's that's why I stand on Piers Morgan. Anyway, Karen Carried Away comes in and she responds to Oscar and she says, I had to be in before it got dark until I was 16, 17. Age 19, I was allowed out until 10.30 p.m. weekdays and 10.45 Friday and Saturdays. That extra 15 minutes can get her the shack yeah. she needs. <laughs> yeah. Also, Karen, nobody's asked. Oh, <laughs> brilliant. I love the way that Karen's just come out of that information. Like, you know, is anybody in that group going to sense check her and just go, you know, what were you, who is she living with? Fritzel? Yeah. Yeah. That's mental. Aged 19. 19. She's still being told what time she can come home. I mean, I guess, you know, if you live at home still and your parents are that way inclined, then maybe you have to do respect, you know. Respect their their rules. Their rules, but I don't know. Unless she did something once to make them. Yeah. You know, maybe she was, a, maybe her parents were like, oh, go on, Karen, go out and do what you want. Now you're 18. And she just come back like completely fucking battered. Yeah, like needle being... hanging out of her arm. <laughs> and that was at eleven o'clock on a Friday. That, that was well. eleven, and her yeah. mum and dad went like, if we'd just done as I said and said to her, you had to be back at eleven forty-five. She wouldn't have done that. No. You know, we're like three blokes waiting outside. <laughs> Karen, Karen, throw down um, the keys. I love that fifteen-minute, fifteen-minute window at the weekend. Go on then. Yeah. Go on then, 10.45. Yeah. Funnily enough, um, age 19. So, yeah, 19. She's been told when she can go out to weekdays and weekends. Yeah, well, that's baffling. But thanks for sharing, Karen. Yeah. Um, an idea comes in and she says perhaps someone could arrange, uh, perhaps an arrangement could be made with a local skip company. So she oh, wants oh, oh, to... Mm. I think she wants to put a skip in this area um, where the that, picnic that, benches are. That would look nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> would look lovely, wouldn't it? Uh, Karen like, says... Let's go down to the park and have a picnic. You know, oh, oh no, that's, the only bench free is the one next to the skip. You'll have people falling asleep in it. Yeah. Well, Wilma Worst Case comes in and she says trouble with skips is that they are easy targets to set fire to and attract mattresses. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is worst case scenario, isn't it? But no, I could think of worse things, but... Um, put a body in it. Put a body in it. Yeah. Um, wasn't there somebody, what's his name, who who uh, fell asleep in a skip, they reckon? Oh, uh, yeah. Was it the, the squaddy? Guy, yeah. The army lad? That Tragic. wasn't a skip, was it? It was like one of those big bins with a... Um, Grandon bin. Yeah. Like a, Biff, with Biff a lid. A bin. Yeah. I mean, that's a sorry state of affairs, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. But a Belinda this... Bench hater comes in. All right. And she says, a skip is a good idea. But then we can put the bloody benches in it and get rid of the problem. Barring that, put the kids in it. It's supposed to be a protective nature reserve. Not a youth club. She wants to be in the kids. Yeah. Do any of these people have any like uh, solutions to? I mean, let's let's assume. Let's just let's come to the assumption that it is kids. Yeah. All right. And they've made a mess. Yeah. 
uh, not good, not a good start for them, right? And they should be, they should be told off. Mm-hmm. But they, you know, they're socialising, yeah, um, in a way that's not accepted by the law-abiding parents in mm-hmm. the group. Um, but nobody's offering up any solutions as to no. what they could be doing. But there's lots of um, conjecture and comment. And, and Oscar, Oscar Oldtimer responds to Belinda and he says, Belinda, you are correct, my dear. I can remember when this was cleared and set up. Mind the newts, cannot do this, cannot do that. It's a site of special interest and an amenity for the village. Feel so sorry for those living around the area. It certainly was not intended to be a mini Glastonbury. Mini Glastonbury. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Leonard Livard comes back in. Um, he's the original poster. And he says, the guy clearing the bin and picking up the litter this morning from under the benches who works for the council tells me he is blue in the face from telling his bosses to remove these benches. Who is on the parish council and wants to engage on this matter, please? I'm sure those living in houses surrounding the moat would be delighted to meet with you. I've been down there, haven't I? I know where we're talking about. Uh, yeah, you might have walked. Isn't it like a, a, it's a it's like an enclosed green, right? Yeah, yeah. And isn't there some like little hill at the back of it or something? That's right, yeah. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Um, well, it is perfect uh, little spot for kids who want to, like, oh, I don't know, drink beer or smoke. Sit or around and chat. Sit around, chat about school. Or smoke the odd doob. Smoke some doobies. Yeah. Um. I mean, everyone's been doing it for as long as it's been around, right? A hundred years. And I suppose the the counterweight to this is the fact that you've now got social media groups, um, or groups on social media, getting together and and saying it's not okay. Sarah sarcastic comes in, and oh, uh, like she, said, she says to Leonard. Leonard, maybe you should go to some parish council meetings. No, oh. that's a fair point, isn't it? It is. I mean, Leonard is a keyboard warrior, isn't he? Definitely. He's a keyboard warrior. He's clicking and he's um, what's the word? He's uh, what's it called? He's linking. He's uh, he's going in and uh, clicking. I'm on just leaving you floundering here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've lost the way. It happens now and again because I yeah. get stuck between two languages. No, but um, what's it called? He goes in and, and clicks on uh, their personal accounts, doesn't he? How do you reckon? Well, that's what he's, he, the the council guy said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. OK. I, see what you mean. I thought you meant he was stalking people. But yeah, if he's I think it's a fair point, isn't it? If he's ranting to the parish council about things not being right, there's always vacancies on the parish council. Go join it make a change from within yeah i mean what what i want to come back to that what's he going to do when he gets down there if he was to join a council what's he going to do what does he want the council guy to do yeah right well they want the benches gone don't they that's what they want is that going to stop it is it you reckon i mean kids are lazy they want somewhere to sit don't they yeah you know when i was a kid and I was dodging around the neighbourhood doing pretty much the same thing that, you know, these kids are doing. Yeah. You'd go somewhere you could sit, whether it was a wall, whether it was a rock, 
curb. Yeah. You, you want it ideally covered, but definitely did, some form of seat. Yeah. Covered was nice. Um, Oscar Old Timer comes in and says, Leonard, why don't you ask the young gentleman clearing the rubbish where the council chairman lives? Sure, he would point you in the right direction. Um, and Leonard responds, I want action, not crossword clues, but thanks for your time. These people are so, uh, so they've never behaved like this. No. If they were in a group together. Fucking brilliant. It's fucking brilliant. I love it. And Oscar, he's not going to let that go. He says, my comments were not crossword glues, um, not clues. If you want action, suggest you do what you're asking for. Go find the councillors. They will not come to you. You know where the council office is. Go and ask for an address. Or I thought my crossword glue, as you called it, he, he spelt he spelled wrong twice. Right. Yeah. Um, as you called it, may have helped. Obviously not. Hmm. So he's in a bit of a strop. Oscar old timer. You think that all this all this stress is coming from uh, the fact that they're, they're all unhappy about the mess. So they just yeah. turned on each other now. They have. Yeah. Because really, they all want the same thing. They don't. Exactly. They don't want the. They don't want the mess. Uh, William Weiner comes in. Um, the new guy. Yeah, he says Leonard. There is no doubt antisocial behaviour has gotten worse over the past two years. For many years, I've enjoyed jogging around the estate, saying hello to neighbours, catching up in news. But after the last couple of years, I really do not enjoy it anymore due to run-ins I've had. I just feel on edge. He sounds on edge. Yeah, I have this picture of him two years ago running down the street, uh, waving at people, um, saying, I don't know, like, oh, hello, Mrs. Smith. How's Mr. Smith? She goes, oh, he's good, thanks. He's got over his cold from last week. He's catching up on the news. And then he's, like, I don't know, what's he done? Like running to a kid and been told to fuck off basically hasn't he yeah and now he's scared to go out for a jog yeah just doesn't seem i mean we had a there was a shooting uh two two blokes got shot uh yesterday about a kilometer from where i live will Um, you never go for a jog again i'll go for a jog i'll go for a jog for to the spot where they got shot we'll see what's going on but um yeah no (laughs) I don't know. These people are a bit. Like, I'm a bit. I, I'll admit that uh, maybe I should have listened to more of this show before I came mm. on, so I had an idea of what to expect. Because I'm baffled by the the things that upset people that they that they have time to to sit in front of a keyboard tapping away, yeah. getting angry. Like we, your we are using aliases for these people. Yeah. But they must probably like they they they're known, aren't they? Of course, yeah. And they're known to each other. Like there's yeah. a good chance it's not a big, it's not a town, it's not a big village. No. Um, and I think that you know, I wonder if like one sees the other down the local spa shop or the new chippy that's opening. Yeah, that and must then, be awkward, mustn't it? When you've been in a tete-a-tete on Facebook with someone because you're going to have a look at their picture aren't you to work out who it is that you're talking to and they're doing the same 
Oh, and I bet they were mutual friends. Yeah. Because it's Facebook and everyone clicks on everyone, don't they? Yeah, and then you appear, like you say, at the chippy and they're behind behind you in the queue. What do you say? Oh, sorry about that Facebook chat. The oh, other day. it would be Got like out this. Of hand. Is, yeah. Or do they be... silent? Are they just in I think, silence? I think it would be like this. Yeah. Oh, they'd spot each other. You'd be like, oh, you're, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. You. You're about like, nah, it's all right, mate. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Nah, it's uh, you know, you know what I mean. That's, I just, it's not you. It's not you. I just, just get so angry, angry about the Yeah, mess. yeah, yeah. Well, Steve, Steve's suggestion comes in. Yeah. He says, has anybody who lives in the area thought about going over and asking the youngsters if they would clear up their mess? I mean, I've, I think I did. I I don't know. You did come up with a very similar solution to that. I mean, if I didn't, I definitely said it to myself in my head. Yeah. That um, why don't people go? That's the other thing. These people, these keyboard warriors, they're too scared. They they because they haven't. They clearly don't have the social skills to communicate in a face to face setting. Well, ah uh, uh, uh. So Leonard Livid responds to okay. Steve. All right, I've jumped the gun there, um, haven't I? And he says he did that yesterday, Steve, oh. about five o'clock. You can see the response from this morning's pics. Yeah, I can imagine, though, that Leonard Livid, uh, I mean, going by the name um, we, we've given him. I keep yeah. forgetting that, but he sounds like an angry guy. He sounds like he's gone over and he's been angry uh, towards He's probably had a bad start with a bad attitude yeah. towards the kids in the beginning. And also, I'm going and to I put think, it out there. I'm going to put it out. If you go, are the kids that are knocking about at five o'clock? The same kids that are still knocking about down there at 10. 10 o'clock. No. If you are, you're a sad, sad person. I reckon. So I maybe... think maybe the kids that he spoke to originally, they might have taken their litter home. But that's it. You can't say that the litter that was there at 10 o'clock at night that was found the next morning or whenever was left from the people at five o'clock. No. Um, but Steve's suggestion responds to Leonard. He says, that's not good then. We need to find out who they are and take it further. Right, what's taking it further mean? Yeah, that's what I that's what I wanted to know. I want to know what taking it further means. Well, he, he goes on, Steve's suggestion. He says, back in the good old days when we had a village bobby, it would have been sorted. A clip round the ear, and if you told your dad, you got another one. We soon learned what was right and wrong. No doubt I'll be criticised for this comment, but I don't care. He should be criticised. <laughs> this guy, he's deep suggestion. I mean, he had a good he had a good point in the beginning. Like go over he, and have a chat. Yeah. And now, now he wants policemen to start whacking them, fishing out corporal punishment. Uh, brilliant. Like, oh yeah, and then you go back home and tell your dad that you got hit by a copper and your reward is another clip. Yeah. Fantastic. What would you do if one of your kids came home and said, I've just been hit by a cop? Um, I think, you know, the response. I would I'd be really angry. You uh, wouldn't clip them again. I wouldn't clip them again. No. <laughs> and I certainly wouldn't have done. I wouldn't say, what did you do to deserve that? Which I think is like the wankiest comment you can make. Yeah. 
And that's what Steve's suggestion probably, and the old timer boy, they're the sort of people that, you know, say to rape victims, like, oh, what were you wearing? I mean, you've, you've, that's a big that's a big leap, but I reckon you're right. I'm willing to take it. I'll take that leap and I'll stand by my convictions there. I'm pretty sure that that's, that's their way of thinking. Yeah. And it's been quite a U-turn from Steve, hasn't it? Like you say, he started off by saying, has anyone thought about going over to clear up the mess? He's ended, he's like two comments later, he's talking about physical violence towards a kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was he started so brightly he was um yeah let's have a conversation let's talk this through man let's let's be chill let's see if we can reach compromise and then now he's he's kids are getting whacked by people who are supposed to be looking after them yeah the police and his own father yeah, yeah. Uh, Doreen dog shit comes in um <laughs> she says it's a shame. I just found this place and started my and started walking my dog there. That will stop now. And yes, I always clear up after my dog. All right. So these kids, they, they're littering. Yeah. Right. They're not out there raping and murdering. No. But yet these people think, you know, there's real danger here. Yeah. She's not going to walk her dog around that area anymore because of some litter around the around the benches. Bizarre. I don't uh, know. Peter, Peter Perspective comes in. Um, he says, talk about first world problems. A few kids being a tad noisy, but all, all home by early evening. Oh, and the odd dropped crisp packet. I was going to say, is there a picture of uh, uh, of the actual mess? Oh, I could send it to you. I don't need How to see that? it. I just, you could just, because then I'll have to, I don't know, click on something, won't I? Well, can't you, you've got a phone, haven't you? Yeah, I yeah, don't know. I'll send to, it. The, to, the, to the viewers, to the listeners, uh, sorry, like this sort of. Uh... I'll put it up on the socials as well for them, and then they can see what we're dealing with. There you, you go. Send it to me. through to you now. Well, it's, it's winging its way to you now, actually. Seems yeah. to be something. Oh, there we go. It's through. I got it. Got to be fair. Six. To be fair, that is a fair bit of litter. It's got a lot of litter. Yeah. And there is a bin. Full. Is it full? Yeah. I think you could have probably pushed. So you reckon that, I wonder if like, is the, we're looking at pictures there, but. Yeah. There's a bin and the bin's full and the lid's open. Yeah. I wonder if it was left like that by the kids to say, like, we're using we the tried. bin. We tried uh but you know you guys maybe you want to like get the bins emptied uh otherwise this is what happens we throw our yeah. litter on the floor fuck you yeah they're making a stand um, you know so kids anyways, as yeah, well no i have to I'll say you know yeah, you, yeah. You, you know kids they're gonna just turn around and say like fuck you and throw it on the floor if, if you go in with the wrong attitude yeah um like, yeah so peter perspective said talk about first world problems you know chill out and Leonard said not the case do you live opposite it and Peter said no and Leonard said well then and Peter said well what (laughs) 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 but I think that was my favorite little interaction um in the 
It's bonkers. Yeah. It's absolutely yeah. bonkers. I, I love how how man, these people they they probably got like partners sat next to them on the sofa that they're yeah. ignoring and entering into this with. I mean, it's good for us. But Do you think they're the same kind of people that if it's say their wife's birthday, they go on Facebook and say happy birthday, wife, blah 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 blah. And you think, why haven't you just told her they sit next to her? <laughs> you think they're the same kind of people? I know that you, you, uh, uh, yeah, I reckon they are. But I also yeah. think that you, you love that comment because I've heard you say it before. Um, and I don't think that the the two are mutually exclusive. I think you can wake up next to your wife, sneak out of the room, come back in with a tray with breakfast or coffee or you know champagne or bottle of vodka or whatever, right. and a cake and the presents, and you go, happy birthday, I love you so much, you mean so much to me. Yeah. And then, you know, while you're waiting for your bus in the morning or whatever, put up a little notice saying, happy birthday, Karen, I love you more than life itself. But you seem to think that, like, if he's done that, he hasn't done the other. You're, you're, uh, well, you're... I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why they put, I don't know why people do that. You but I might put... be in the minority on that. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a massive uh, social media person in terms of, um, you know, I like, I like Instagram. But then, mm. you know, I scrolled through it the other day trying to, from when I had a post from somebody I actually followed to when the next post came up from somebody I followed. And oh, I, right. gave up, adverts, I gave up when I'd gone through about 85 adverts or people I don't know who I didn't follow. They just pop mm. in my feed. That's a problem. But that's well, not. Tim, talk, talking of problems, Timmy yeah. Teenager comes in oh. to end to end the thread. All right. He says, assuming I'm one of the people you're talking about, we produce very little rubbish. And when we do cause rubbish, 99% of the time we'll clear it up. Uh, the only noise we make is during the day with music, which is normally for any teen, which is normal for any teenagers, as you said yourself. And now the benches have gone. Oh, so this must have been a bit later because the benches are gone. Now the mm. benches have gone, which does absolutely nothing. We still come here. It's just making it harder for the community to come here. And all this stuff about it being a protected area. No one comes down here to look at news. If you would like to come and talk to us, we are happy to have a civilised chat about the situation with the most. However, the few people that have come over and spoken to us have been very rude and patronising. You, you said that would be the case, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I knew it. Yeah, and haven't been able to come to a conclusion. Don't feel intimidate, intimidated to come and speak to us as we would like to resolve the problem. As I'm writing this, there's two people that isn't me and my friend sitting on the floor as you've taken the privilege to sit on the bench away. I'm the big ginger guy. Feel free when I'm here, which is most days, to come and speak to me. If you read this today, I'm writing it here. So come and speak to us now. No response. No response. Fucking mic drop. That's why. Yeah. Big ginger fella sitting in the park, smoking a doobie. All yeah. fucking chilled out, man. <laughs> Just telling it how it is. Love it. That's brilliant. Well, I imagine him definitely having a joint while he's writing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, these the and listen to how he sounded compared to the the others. Yeah. And I bet I bet 
some of them don't drink i bet some of them drink too much <laughs> yeah and uh this guy's just sitting in the park having a spliff what you know, well, or um, not or not or not we shouldn't like i don't know what he's doing down there maybe he's... well yeah we're just a bit of artistic license for us though yeah yeah but maybe he's um, not a, a joint smoker. what do you think about leonard livid the original poster not responding to that poster at all um well that's it he's a he's an online bully um and he he didn't like it up him yeah that's it really that's it there's nothing else to say about it there's nothing i can't make any jokes about it it's uh it is what it is um so that's the end of your first thread yeah i enjoyed it interesting little look into the lives of the villagers yeah i i enjoyed uh peeping through um the keyhole at the uh the existence of these people and i mean i know they're out there i know they're out there it's just nice to uh have it confirmed and and i'm sure there's much more to come i'm really looking forward to hearing about liverpool next week yeah that's what i was about to say i'm really looking forward to uh uh hearing from other people and in you must be as well because you've invested time and energy into this now and yep. the whole concept is is uh the village we, we won't name um and i and it, it, there must be similarities but there, there must, must be, be differences it, as well we need people to as i say every week get in touch villagingcrisis at gmail.com or we're on Twitter at Village in Crisis or Instagram, village underscore in underscore crisis. Hit us up on there. Let us know what shit is going down in your village and um, we'll make you infamous. Village in Crisis at gmail dot com. Right. Are you going to email me? <laughs> <laughs> but I've got I've got uh, I, I won't uh, email you, but I will just uh Keep sharing my stories that yeah. may be relevant to um, to community life. Um, for those um, of you that are missing Eric, having listened to that, I can understand it. He is in Hawaii at the moment. Um, I'm sure he'll listen to this and send us in some notes and voice notes and some snidey little comments. He, he seemed a bit upset about Lee getting back involved, but. I'm not as upset as I was uh, with him being involved from the start. I can fucking tell you that much. So he, he, this guy can back off. Um, but other I than that, not like we'll the be, cut of his jib. We'll be back next week. Um, it will be me and Lee. And who knows, we may have a voice note or even an appearance from, from Eric, but only time will tell. Until next week, Lee. Bye bye. Goodbye. And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week for more Village in Crisis.